Ladies and gentlemen, just a word of warning. If any of you are not convinced that you have a tingler of your own, the next time you're frightened in the dark, don't scream. Greetings, ladies and ghouls. And welcome to Pod of Horror, where every day is Halloween. We have such sights to show you. Here is your host, Glenn G. Rod Rodriguez. The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. They're coming to get you, Barbara. And what's going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition of Pod of Horror. I am not alone this week. Mr. Mike Yasko is with me at Fig Fate because that's I'm going to start promoting you as Fig Fate now. How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, man? How's it been? Sorry, sorry, I'm late to the party. Real late to the party. It's an entrance. Up, you, look at that background. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you're good. Funko, dude. Funko Heaven. That's all. That's that's all. Awesome. I the last time I I was there, I was like what was it November it wasn't as you had a lot but it wasn't as much yeah yeah it's definitely gotten a little out of control nah, since I cool. opened up that fig fate channel <laughs> <laughs> it's all good um tonight we're going to be talking about the fog John Carpenter's the fog from 1980 uh this was Mike's first time seeing it this was like my millionth yep. time seeing it so there there's your answer to the text you sent me earlier um one of my favorites um but before we get into the fog, I do want to talk about the Chucky TV series trailer that came out today. Yeah, man, that looks awesome. You're a I'm big excited for that. Yes, you are a big Child's Play fan, so I'm gonna oh, let I you. I love Chucky. I'm gonna let you take the reins on this one. What, what did you think? I mean, it was a short teaser. But... I mean, I, I only saw it the one time. I definitely want to watch it a couple more times. But man, it, it's got me pumped for it. I'm excited. I'm ready for it. Um, I was reading some comments from some people saying, "Oh, it's not gonna be as good as the original," and. I, I understand that. I, I and I was totally on board with that kind of thinking, and I still am. The originals are, are great; they're perfect. But there's nothing wrong with making new pieces of art and creating new content, just like the Halloween movie, just like anything else. Um, so I'm excited for Chucky. I can't wait to see what they do with it. Uh, they got the new, the same voice coming back, Brad Dorif. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, he's coming back, and uh, it's going to be good. So we'll, we'll see. It should be good. They can mess it up, but I mean, it's it's still going to be fun either way. I think it's gonna be funny in a way. I mean, look, with horror, there's there's movies out there that are just, or anything horror. There's there's things out there that are just a complete tragedy. That I don't know how they got made, but they're always fun to watch. So if this is bad, hey, it's fun. And I know people out there are talking about that it's a sci-fi series. Some of the best series ever came from sci-fi, like Battlestar Galactica. So I'm not. Yeah, ECW was on sci-fi. <laughs> ECW. So it's like. It's the place where good TV is, folks. It's the truth. It's the truth. I still love watching uh, from time to time Sci-Fi Network. They usually have some really good, uh, like, I think they had a Friday the 13th marathon the other, like, a couple weeks ago. So, and they do some really fun things over there. But uh, I'm looking at this Chucky uh, IMDb page right now. I, I love that logo, the neon Chucky logo. It's just, uh, it's really cool the way they did the letters and neon lights. Yes. Yes. It's sweet, sweet look. I it's like that they're the, calling it that too, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. 
and not not child's play instead you mean kind of given its own identity i mean that's what they've been yeah. doing anyway so um i think it, i think it works yeah for me it just doesn't uh what was the one the seed of chucky that was that was the one where that i was it was a little difficult for me to get on board with that one and, and still i it's troubling to watch i just can't get behind sorry glenn in that case and it has nothing to do with the name but no it's a weird concept for sure <laughs> i don't know yeah who came up with that and how but uh interesting interesting direction for sure and it's like um well they had that one at the bride of chucky which was cool they had the the cult of chucky which wasn't bad um yeah i enjoyed that one and then the remake which was or the re-envisioning if you were the remake whatever i didn't mind it i thought it was pretty cool it wasn't the greatest thing mark hamill as chucky was pretty sweet um, oh that was fun I, I'll, I'll yeah i'll give mark hamill a shot in anything so yeah it's a train crap on him that's the truth. Um, but it's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. I like to dig. I like to dig the look of the, the doll. And, uh, and then, like, yeah, Brad's coming back. Uh, Jennifer Tilly's back. Do we know um, how many episodes? I'm not I'm sure yet. Right now, let me see. It looks like, oh, it looks like a 10-episode season. Cool. I'm down. I can't wait. I'll be doing reviews here. So keep oh, it yeah? locked awesome. in. Awesome. I'll have to come on for one of them if, if you'll have me, that is. And, I'll, and I won't be late that time. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah. The fr- I had a weird situation with my setup, but. It's all good. It's all good. Um, we'll definitely have you on for the first one. Uh, we'll just we'll go from there. Um, but let's get into this. Usually, usually, uh, we play the trailer, but we're just gonna get right into it because the trailer is really grainy and looks really bad. Like I couldn't find a better trailer in time. So let's just talk about this movie. Let's get into it. So the, this is The Fog, 1980, directed and written by John Carpenter. Um, or John Carpenter, Deborah Hill wrote it. It stars uh, Adrian Barbeau, Jamie Lee Curtis, Janet Lee, and Tom Atkins, who's like one of my favorite people in the world. So, um, as you could tell, half of the movie Halloween is in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone. I did notice that off the bat. I was like, oh, some familiar faces. First, it's, it was Jamie Lee Curtis, so I noticed her off the bat. Then there was another face, who so I, I don't even know offhand the actress's name, but um, I spotted her too. Do you know uh, who I'm talking about, the brunette? You're talking about, uh, well, her name is Nancy Keys now, but she was Nancy Loomis back then before she was married. I got you. Um, she played uh, Annie. Um, and not to mention that her dad in Halloween, the sheriff, Sheriff Brackett, was also in this as the weatherman, uh, mm-hmm. Dan O'Banion. So, which was... There was a lot about this movie, and I don't know if it was, maybe it was, it was uh, definitely the sound, um, and it was the cinematography. I think a lot of this movie reminded me of Halloween, and of course, because it's John Carpenter's, but I'm... Uh, his film but you know it did remind me of halloween in some ways they had a lot of the same crew like uh the cinematographer dean cundy was the cinematographer it it basically felt like yeah the same same crew putting on a whole different different act yeah kind of like they do with uh that that tv show that haunted whatever it's called um oh the the haunting of like hill house and then the haunting yeah 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 kind of like american uh horror story too as well yeah Um, yep that's the one i was looking that was the one i was talking about there you go. I did same with uh, the haunting on or the the Netflix series Haunting of. They usually use the same people. The last two seasons was they had a lot of the same characters or at least the same actors because it was two different stories. Um, but this movie is about an unearthly fog rolls into a small coastal town exactly 100 years after a ship mysteriously sank in the waters. Um, since this is the I, fir- yeah, this is the can first can time I you say saw it. Off the bat? Yeah. yeah. So. I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, because I knew, I, first I thought we were going to pick a newer movie. That was what I thought you were going to throw at me, something fairly recent. And when you said The Fog, I had no idea, no idea what it was, never heard of it. Um, I looked it up, saw 1980. 
I don't, for whatever reason, I'm not very good at older films. I, I like the newer films and, and, and their look and all that. So I, I do appreciate certain older movies, uh, actually a lot of old, not even certain ones, a lot of older movies, but um, like I'll, I'll say for Halloween, Halloween kind of is a movie that uh, bores me somewhat that, that movie in particular, I know you love that, but um, so I was worried about the fog being something similar of an experience for me that I wouldn't be on board. That would be an older movie. But I, as I was watching it and, and going through, uh, it was it was quite enjoyable. It hooked it hooked me in, and the more I watched, the more I wanted to see more of what was going to happen. So it was surprising, and and there was even a couple moments where I it scared me. I jumped, and I didn't expect that. So hey, sometimes yeah, it, was, it was it was surprisingly a fun watch. I, and I'll watch. I want to watch it again. Actually, I want to watch it again and see if I can catch details that I missed the first time. What drew you in after like so you you you, you finished watching it and it, like you said it scared you a little bit um what was it that drew you in uh to keep you watching well the very first thing was jamie lee curtis of course because once i saw a familiar face i was like oh okay this might be good because i i went in completely totally blind i didn't read the synopsis um i read the or i looked at the imd page imdb page saw the year saw a couple things about it but didn't know pretty much anything about it when i was watching uh, so she was a surprise and, and right from there i took i started taking the movie a little bit more seriously and it got more interesting once she entered the scene so there you go um i remember when i first watched this uh it was like i think it was in high school and i saw it if i remember correctly my me and my friends every friday saturday night we go over to my friend zach's house the back house and uh we would watch hard we would go to the video store to get old days and just rent a couple of videos and uh get some junk food and go crazy blockbuster this was actually the um i don't think we went to blockbuster at this point i think it was uh um, the local place in, in Cape May, there was like a local video store in a shopping center next to the supermarket. So it was a lot easier. So I think the blockbuster was a little bit ways away, but blockbuster always had like the wrestling tapes and all that stuff. So I, I always appreciate it. Oh, I used going to love there. going to the wrestling section in blockbuster or family video or whatever. That oh, family video. Yes. Yeah. I see all the old wrestling pay-per-views and biographies on Bret Hart, Stone Cold, Ric Flair. Uh, it was, it was always fun seeing what movies there'd be. It was like that in horror for me. Like I'd, I'd go in and grab yeah. a horror tape, grab a wrestling tape. I'd be good. And I remember yep. we watched this one, and um, I think everyone, but but me, I think I was the only one who liked it. And my friends are very hard to to. They like like a good old slasher film, so they're more on Michael and Jason and 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 Freddy and all that. But um, I think what I liked about this the most because it's kind of like pirates, like dead pirates coming, and you don't really get to see what they look like. It's like one at the end, um, and it was like the unknown of the fog as well. Like it was just creepy. And I thought the fog was well done. You know, yeah. I actually, I, that was one thing I noticed, and I actually remember thinking during the movie was yeah, the fog actually looks very well done. Like it's just the the effect of it, the look of it. You know, it was it looked good to achieve that like especially because they, they show like the the fog rolling in like a an actual fog but then like i think that's where most of the movie's budget went was to fog actually. to the fog yeah because all the <laughs> fog that they had to shoot through doors and windows and stuff was nuts um but it's the unknown of the fog and like the score like john carpenter one of my favorite composers for movies i like the score the score is amazing it's playing in the background now and it's there's a piece on there it's um i believe it's the fog approaches or the fog yeah the fog approaches and it's one of my favorites like the theme's good but this reminds me of halloween a little bit it's just more of an iconic song for me in the, in the or score piece of music in the movie um 
I was actually playing that in the beginning before we got on and it just sets the scene and um, I don't know I just there's there's something about this movie when I first saw it that like it hooked me and I think it was because of the fog like the actual fog and the the mysteriousness of it and the pirates and the well, that's music. good because if, if the, a movie called the fog didn't have good fog it'd be pretty much a letdown from, from the beginning it could have went either way, man. It definitely could. It could have been really shit. I'll tell really you one shit. specific <laughs> moment in the movie. You asked uh, about one specific moment where it like really ca captured me. So mm -hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis was definitely one of them. When I saw she was in, I was like, okay, I'll take this movie a little bit more seriously. Um, but then when they were on the boat and and they were inspecting and looking around um, and the body, the dead body falls on them, uh, that really startled me. I actually jumped in my chair. So I was like, okay, okay, you got me. And then from that point forward... I actually took it very seriously because I was like, oh, okay, I mean, it's pretty good. Pretty good movie. Um, I didn't expect to be startled. I always go into those movies like it's 1980. What kind of, what could they possibly do? But I, I think it was, uh, it was pretty fun. I think as time goes on, especially in the eighties, when John Carpenter's making more movies, um, he just gets better and better. Um, he hasn't really made anything recently. Um, but this is, I think, because of like Assault on Precinct 13 was like his first movie and it it was cool whatever it's a it's a it's a cop movie um, that takes place in this uh, precinct it's 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 fun and then Halloween and then it's like a totally different thing and then he makes The Fog and you're like okay this is a lot different and you get to see what he actually can do um, it's the same I have a I have a question I'm not even sure if you would know the answer to it but I know. Um... I just learned recently that, you know, because I asked you, was it was it Halloween 2 or 3? I was like, oh, Michael Myers, he's not even in this one. Which one was that? That was Halloween 3. Halloween 3. And you said, yeah, it was supposed to be some type of an anthology thing. Is The Fog, like, another story, like, that he would have had in mind for that anthology type thing? Or is this just totally something different? So, with the anthology for Halloween, it was all supposed to, like, each movie was supposed to take place on Halloween. It may, might as well have been. Um, and that's kind of what it felt like it could have been to me possibly it could have been it definitely could have been instead of the hundredth uh, year anniversary of of antonio bay being whatever it was like in april it could have been on halloween and it would have been cool um speaking of halloween 3 the, the lead actor in that movie tom atkins was one of the stars of this movie one of my favorite actors uh horror movie actors he's in halloween 3 he's in this he's in um uh, Maniac Cop, which is a really good slasher Refresh movie. Refresh my memory. Which one was he in The Fog? The one that picked up Jamie Lee Curtis in the beginning of oh, the movie. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I liked him. He was cool. He's, he's a good actor. He's he's awesome. You'll love him in Halloween three if you check it out. It's it's such You're a. You're so good movie. with like actors' names. You like know everybody. You could spot everyone in the movie. And I'm just like, oh, what was that one guy's name with the brown <laughs> hair? Like, <laughs> I'm I'm I have no life, so that's why I know. <laughs> um, hey, that's good. You're you're a major film buff. I wish I had that knowledge. I, you know, it's funny because this, this podcast has really ignited, reignited my love for horror. I mean, I've always been a horror fan, you know that. I've known you for years. And uh, um, with recent developments in my uh, filmmaking career, I'm just like, I really want to get back into horror. And doing this and watching movies like The Fog, it's really getting me in, back into it. And uh, Horror is fun, man. And I haven't seen like a good horror movie in a while. And maybe there, that's because there hasn't been. I don't know. Um, I feel like the last horror movies I really really went to go see and sought out in theaters uh were like the paranormal activity movies like the mm -hmm. not even the last one like jigsaw like i wasn't even excited about like the last couple saw movies i wasn't excited about but like like saw eight like that was when i was like peak horror film for me like with the new movies and um 
yeah so i just don't feel like they make movies like that anymore unless i'm just not unless i'm just not aware of those movies so you tell me like are there good horror movies out there today so if you want a good horror movie like this that we're talking about today like the horror has actually been in this kind of like renaissance period again um and we've talked about two of the movies that i think are next level in horror on the show in the beginning hereditary and um midsummer they're more cerebral like thrillers in that one you will like them especially hereditary hereditary um if you haven't listened to this episode anyone out there i I talk about how it's my favorite horror movie of all time at a tops halloween for me only because it's a little bit more i don't know it's just the downfall of this family in this movie is it just creeps me out more than michael myers and um i know i got a lot of hate for it because it's a it's a it's a um it's a movie i wouldn't say controversial but it's more of a um infighting with horror fans in in the community like you either really love it or you just don't like it at all um but it was like one of those next level like horror movies that takes out like your typical like plot points and flips it on its head so but there's other things like the new halloween is good the new halloween kills looks great um if you want to like traditional like slasher like that or um so after halloween ends is that it for michael myers i know we're getting a little off track here but i'm curious since i haven't this is my first time on your horror show so it's all good ask you um no i you know i think it's a money-making machine i think for this story i think for for a few years or whatever and then bring it back somehow yeah i think laurie strode's done after after ends and then that i think you sense. could do so many stories do with... they kill her does she die i think so i think she I think dies in Hollywood ends yeah i think she has to yeah i i i can't see her everybody dying. dies everybody dies everybody and a blaze dies. of glory yes sir um but i think uh i think we'll, we'll see what happens i mean yeah they'll let it i think they'll let it end a couple years they'll tell a new story i think you could tell so many stories with michael you just have him kill oh, anyone yeah. in Haddonfield, and it's going to be fun um, I mean, could you, and uh, could you take Michael out of Haddonfield and do all kinds of other stuff with him? And I guess they did. They, they didn't they do like Michael? Oh, no, that was Jason takes Manhattan, wasn't it? No, they did it in uh, Halloween H two O. So on oh, Halloween... okay, so they've done some stuff like that. I just haven't watched. I think I haven't really watched a lot of the Halloween movies. So no, well, there are a lot of them aren't good, but uh, <laughs> Halloween H two O. Um, it starts in Haddonfield, but like he. He literally drives a car across the country to California. Oh, road trip, Michael Myers. Yeah, <laughs> you don't see it. I wish they would have showed like what he would do, like driving in the middle of Nebraska. What like, if he stopped for souvenirs or like at the world's biggest, you know, chair or whatever they have along the side of the road? That would be outrageous and awesome all at the same Taking time. Taking photos at every tourist attraction he can. I think that would have been great. That would have been oh, yeah, hilarious. Absolutely. Um, but back to the fog. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, is that what the show's about? <laughs> so it's, 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 I mean, we pretty much really covered everything about it without giving it away, but I do like to talk spoilers well, on here. I, I would actually like to talk to you about like your experience watching it because you've seen it many times. So for me, this was, I probably caught, I missed so many things rather. I missed so many things because I, it was my first time watching it um, that you probably have seen and, and noticed. So like, tell me about like, how does this movie like, when you look back at it, does it did it make you jump even now? Did, was there any moments where like, oh, that made me jump or that startled, or are you just you knew everything that was coming, so that wasn't? I've seen happened. it so many times that, but I remember the first time, like I was saying with my friends, 
um, that yeah, in, that that scene where they're on the boat and you know the the body comes out after the the false scare that happens just right it's before it. Yeah. It's yeah, startling yeah, too. It was a creepy, creepy body too. A well done effect. And I think um, the, just the overall suspense of it with the fog and then like never really seeing you're just seeing the silhouettes of the the pirates until the end. Um, I suspense less is for me less is. I more. wish they had kept them in the. I wish they hadn't revealed them, actually. If that was my critique about the movie at all, mm. I wish we didn't get to see them completely. That makes sense. I, I, I agree. Like I said, I'm less I'm a less is more kind of guy. Like the less you show, the more scarier it is for me. Unless the the the, the story or the scene or the action, you know, it, it has to call for it. Um but like just a scene like because it's the iconic picture that everyone uses uh, for like thumbnails or like whatever is what they're all standing in the church and the eyes are glowing. I just thought that was always creepy to me. Um, but like looking back at it now and watching it for like the thousand time, like I, I bought that <laughs> Blu-ray at a store because it has that in the, the, the Howling, which I've never seen the Howling. I really want to watch it. It's been out for years and I haven't, haven't watched it. But uh, um I think I saw it for the first time again. So I watched it with my friends and then years later, years later, when I was in, living in Philly, I put it on because I was like, oh, man, I haven't seen this in a long time. Um, I think it like rejuvenated my love for John Carpenter because he he's done so many great movies, but he hasn't really done anything lately other than producing. He's done comic books. He's done music um, and all that stuff, but he hasn't really made a movie, but it made me re, re-fall in love with the director. Is he involved in the new Halloween movies? Or, or? Yeah. He's a, an executive producer. He composed the music. He did the whole new soundtrack and everything. Um, he was wow. a creative advisor as well. So he made sure that everything was, you know, copacetic. And with him over the years, he's just never really wanted to touch the, the franchise again. I mean, they, they, they came to him for H2O to do a 20 years later movie before H2O was a thing, and he didn't want to do it. Um, but they finally got him back in somehow. I, I would love for him to, to direct one of them, but... The trilogy is doing good with David Gordon Green, um, and surprisingly, you know, with uh, um, what's his name, Danny McBride, as one of the writers, which is insane and awesome. Yeah, I, every time I think about <laughs> that, that's just crazy, a crazy thought. But he's he's good. Yeah, he's done a great job with it. Um, but like looking at and then I've so the, they they remade the Fog. Uh, yeah, I ju- I did. I, I came across that just before, as we were starting the show. I was like, oh, there's a 2005 version. It wasn't good, at all. I don't like it. Um, John it, Carpenter wasn't. Oh, he was a part of that, or no? No, he wasn't. It was a. Uh, he probably got. He, you know. He does uh, have a writing credit for the story, yeah. Um, yeah. And the he's probably an EP on it, and probably they used his music or whatever. But I was never a fan. It's of not it. even worth the watch in your in your in your view. Everything's worth the watch at least once <laughs> because you might have you might have a different opinion. Um, well, Selma Blair's in it. I like her. She's great, but she's no uh, Adrian Barbeau. Like she, her, um, her character in the original uh, Stevie Wayne, the DJ at the radio station at the Lighthouse. Her voice is so perfect for it, and she kills it. Like I, she's been in a lot of good things. She's been in Creep Show and things like that, which um, is another good horror. That's like an anthology movie that Stephen King yeah, and George Romero. I think George I might Romero. watch The Fog just because of uh, Summer Blair and Maggie Grace. That's pretty... Maggie pretty Grace cool. is in it, yes. And uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, something, James Welling, right? I think that's his name. Something uh, Welling. Tom Peter Welling. Welling. Tom Welling. See, I don't I don't know everyone. I, I don't really know who he is much. But... That was the one person that you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, I think I might still give that a shot. You know, yeah, even if it sucks. It, it's but, you know, it's good to watch just just to compare the two. It's always fun to do that. Okay, but the 1980 version, if somebody, a friend came over and said, "Hey, man, I want to watch a movie. Uh, what do you think about the fog? Like, are you down to watch it, or you're like, eh, maybe not tonight?" No, I'm always down to watch this. Like, I think, especially for someone who's just getting into the genre, like, because. If you talk to anyone who's like, oh, I, I do like horror, I like Freddy and all that, but like, what what can I get into? Like, what? how can I get into this a lot more? I always go towards the classics than the new stuff because that's where you really get the, the feel. You get the, you know, the the um, practical effects. You don't get CGI or anything. Like, you don't get any of that. You get, you get some of it's cheesy, but you get the appreciation of it. And then when you watch the new stuff, you know that that's what they do and you all have appreciation for that knowing that you know they don't do that anymore but um you'll still get an appreciation because you know it's hard i think practical effects always look better and i i like when they do it even today as best they can and that's what kind of i like the mandalorian because they don't do the cgi as much they have those big big uh led screens which is really cool so it has a much like more real vibe or more realistic vibe yeah, and it's that's I'm all true. about I'm all about the practical effects when they can pull it off. I mean, there's some that are just goofy, but like in this movie, um, you know, with the with the you get to see the pirate's face, or whatever. It it it's spooky if you're a kid, and that, when you're an adult, it's not as spooky, oh, yeah. but, but it's still cool though. This this would scare the crap out of me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Those pirates with the eyes coming out of the fog, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. There's no way, no way. It's the truth. In fact, now I know a movie that I could show my kids to scare the crap out of them. I don't have kids. I mean, when I do have kids. There you go. Um, this will be. Yeah, this will definitely be one. They're downstairs eating eating dinner or something. E- eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> they're, just, they're just waiting for dad to finish up on his pod on his friend's podcast, and then no, none of that. Um, I think uh, uh, this story um, was really original um, for its time, and I think it was ahead of the game a little bit because. Of the, the the practical effects and uh, of you know the how they made the fog look amazing. I I don't know like how they did it with the the I guess it was some kind of editing trick. I I ha- would have to watch the making of um, which I haven't watched. It's not on that DVD, but I'll, I'll end up getting a different version of the movie that has it. But um, just the way they made it look as realistic as they could coming across the water is just insane. And I love the little town that they're in because it's so close knit and reminds me where I grew up in Cape May, which is another shore yeah. town. Um, and yeah, Janet Lee, who's kind of like putting this like celebration together. Um, if you don't know who Janet Lee is, everybody out there, then you're probably watching the wrong show. Um, Psycho, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, um, all that good stuff. And uh, it was cool seeing her in this movie and like just the way it just builds and builds. It's it's a long. I think it's longer than Halloween, and it feels like a little bit because like halloween 29 minutes yeah it's it's slow burn a little bit it, it kind of takes a while to pick up it was a slow burn hey so like when you uh oh, i bumped into my whole rig here <laughs> that was the first time i did that um when you when you watch the movie and and since you've seen it so many times um in me watching it i didn't understand well, of course because it's a horror movie that's that's the the easy reason but what's the, the logical reason why the pirates came back and killed the priest uh, when he already he didn't he, he gave them their stat the last i remember he gave them their treasure um so why did they come back and kill him then or did i miss the did i miss something so it's like the the six people who so the story goes that they they killed this dude um back 100 years ago 
Um, mm-hmm. The priest is like I think uncle or grandfather. I don't remember. Um, yeah, great grandfather. Great, yeah, something like that. Great um, grandfather killed the guy, and it was like a murder. So they all kind of planned it, planned it out. So there was like six, like I guess ancestors of them, and they all killed. They like they killed all of them. Um, and I think just because, like, yeah, yeah, we we will make him think that he's 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 fine, but then he, they come back and kill him, which was I love that ending. It's one of my favorite endings. It's so much I, fun. I was actually I thought the ending when everyone everything was fine. I'm just like, oh, okay, that was a really simple. They got their treasure back. Everybody goes their separate ways. Everyone's good, win win. But no, he comes back and murders him, straight murders him. And it's awesome. I love it. It's like no, it, I did as a no. It's a great way to end a horror movie, of course, but. I didn't. I also didn't mind the other ending where they everyone just went home happy. <laughs> and usually, I mean, look, it's 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 a horror movie. I almost said Halloween, but like, and it's the line from Scream. You know, you know, watch out, they always come back. You know, for one last scare, and um, right, and it always happens like that. That's just how it every goes. Sixty percent of the time, it works out every time. It's the truth. It's the truth. Look it up at signs. Um, in the end, though, this is like. One of the classics, like you asked me, like, would I recommend this if someone came over? Like, I want to watch a horror movie. I mean, I have a lot that I could, I could, there's so many that I could be like, yeah, but I think this would be definitely top three of, you know, I would, I wouldn't give them a Halloween. I wouldn't give them a Friday the 13th. I would totally like give them one of something like this. Um, oh, can we just say how creepy was the, uh, that weather guy as he was like hitting on the radio? <laughs> oh, yeah. Post. Yep. That yep, dude yep. was a, that dude was a grade A creeper. Well, and- <laughs> That would not fly these days. It wouldn't. Uh, Dan O'Ban- O'Bannon was the character. Just the way man. he was like, just his tone of voice and how he was talking to her and calling her sweetheart. Like, that's not, that would not fly. They were definitely, uh, there was definitely some kind of uh, energy going on from him. Um, but oh, yeah. like he his character. some serious energy. <laughs> it's the truth. And like the character from, um, he plays in Halloween, when he bums into Lori, he kind of feels a little creepy there too. I don't know. I think it's just maybe. Maybe it's that's his just eyes. his vibe. Yeah, it's his vibe, <laughs> overall vibe. That's why he's hired for these movies. He's going the to be factor. in. He's going to be in the new Halloween. Um, oh. He uh, the same character, uh, Sheriff Brackett. Um, we get to finally get to see what he's been up to all these years, uh, since they you know del- you know retcon uh, the original Halloween too. We get to see like how he feels after his you know daughter was murdered you know by this guy. He doesn't have he doesn't have Loomis to yell at anymore because he's dead. Um, unfortunately, it would have been great to see a Loomis character, uh, yeah, uh, or like a relative of him or something. I don't know, but like we'll get the, the nurse grand- from the original <laughs> grandson, him. something like that, um, a nephew perhaps. So, what would you rate this movie? Out of ten, out of five skulls, out of five skulls. Wow. Yeah. That's how we write skulls. Well, okay. Well, I have to rule out five because five to me is perfect. Nothing I could change. Absolute perfection. Um, work of art. So five is off the chopping block. Uh, I feel like three. I feel like I'm, yeah, I feel like three. Wait, do you do halves or is it just whole? No, you could do halves. halves. Then I would, I I would probably do (laughs) 2.5. I would do 2.5 then. And I hope that doesn't sound that probably sounds worse than it is. Two point five is still pretty good in my head at least. That two point five isn't like zero, you know? <laughs> no, agreed. 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 It's out of five, it's hard to like kind of give it a, a rating that like Because I was fits. gonna go like six if it was out of ten. But like out of five, I'll say two point five. 
Well, on on IMDb, it's uh, six point eight out of ten for IMDb. So like you, oh, okay. you're you're close. I give it a three point five. You know, it's uh, definitely one of my favorite John Carpenter films. I mean, it's not my favorite, obviously. I'm probably Halloween not being is. fair. I probably should have stuck with three because I did. I enjoy, enjoyed the score. I thought the cinematography was good. There was nothing. There was nothing that made me say, "Wow, this is a bad movie." Like I do want to see it again and see what I can pick up. So I'm changing it back to three. That's that's my official official rating. There you go. There I felt like two point five is a little maybe not fair. Well, I mean, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but it's not the worst thing. And and like out of five, it's really hard to like like I said, like at least six, seven, eight, you have like those middle numbers yeah. that you can use to make it seem like it's, you know, better than maybe what you, you actually think, but like two, two point five, three is fair. Um I'll go three though, because I there was. I did enjoy parts of it and I do want to see it again. So three is three is pretty good. There you go. Um, yeah, three point five for me. It. Um, it's, it's worth a, it's worth a shot. Grab. I had some pie, had some snacks, and I was out in the man cave enjoying a nice breeze coming through the garage. So, oh, nice. Um, the dogs were out laying in their dog beds, and it was really actually a really nice experience. I'm like, okay, I have some time to dedicate to watching the fog, and it was uh, really cool. Were you able to find it where I told you where it was? I actually rented it on Apple. Uh, okay. Just because it was two ninety nine, and it was quick, and I. So yeah, there you I go. took the easy way out. <laughs> I thought that mean no one really like rents things anymore. Everyone like screamed. I was surprised when it said it was available for rent. I'm like, oh okay. There you go. Apple oh. makes it so easy just to click one button and charge your card, so I did it. You know, I I have a nice little like collection of digital movies, but like with with the re reigniting of the of the flame for horror i've just been like i need to buy these physical releases just because it's like for me it feels like old times and but i still have digital movies like i have the whole scream collection on digital um, having the physical copies is really nice though nobody can take that from you like if for some reason you didn't pay some 99 cent apple bill they can't suddenly wipe out your whole movie library until you pay their the 99 cents so like i just you don't you don't have that problem like uh, the digital people have. So, I think that's good. I think it's good too to have the physical copies. There's still a place for that, and it means it's yours forever unless house burns down. Well, and also because like, um, there's these like really cool boutique um, distributors like Arrow Video from the UK or uh, Blue Underground or, or companies like that that are putting out like these really cool editions of of. of movies like uh criterion is like a big thing here in america um where you get like new restorations of it um of the movies you get like these really cool interviews and behind the scenes things that you know like no one's ever put out like it kind of gives you like the full like um grail of of the movie um i've been buying a lot of arrow video releases i got something called alice sweet alice as uh brooke shields in it which is a slasher like a it's got some like um religious like things in there too like she's like a nun a nun or something like that and it's weird um there's an italian film called torso that i got on arrow video um and then there's other companies like scream factory who who put out uh the the copy of the fog that i have but they actually have a, a better version of the fog with all the cool features on it um so like they're, they're they're these companies are giving life to these horror movies again which are really cool and um, like you with uh, with uh, with the statues and everything, I've been. That's what I follow on YouTube and like Reddit is just who's got the latest you know version of this. Um, now I knew coming out with a scream, a ghost face statue soon. I haven't actually seen it. I don't think they've released photos for it, but I'm really excited to see what that looks like. 
getting ready for uh, um, what me and my friend Kyle, shout out to Kyle, call um, Scream. The new, the new, the new <laughs> Scream, we call it Five Cream because how Scream 4 had four in the middle. And someone made a Scream. Uh, before they knew it was going to be just called Scream. So they're like, oh, Scream 5 is coming out. So they put five in the beginning for the S. So it's Five Cream, it looks like. He made a shirt that said Five, five Cream on cream. it. It's awesome. Um, That's funny. Is Sideshow putting that out? Um, actually, yeah. Um, if Sideshow's, I don't think Sideshow's the one who's making it, but it's going to be available on Sideshow. And uh, as far as I know, there aren't any pictures out there for it yet. I could be wrong, but at least last time I checked, there were no photos. But it just said Ghostface statue and... Oh, wait, maybe there was a photo. It was in like some crazy pose with his like, you know, knife, you know, hand up in the air. So, um, but it wasn't very, very, it was like a blurry photo. That's what it was. So, but that's look it up. Try to Google it. If you can find anything about it. I don't know the company that's making it, but uh, should be able to find it. And... Yeah, I'll definitely have But to they're doing it. a lot of horror statues, I know. So they're doing a lot of stuff. Even um, Hot Toys is making a Pennywise. That's not a statue, but they're making a Pennywise figure, action figure. So that's doing cool. all kinds of stuff. I'm all about Oh, and I got that. a Freddy Krueger uh, six scale figure coming in in like five days. Oh, you have to send a picture. Saying it, it shipped. Nice. Nice. Is that a hot toy or? That's no, uh, similar. It's a uh, sideshow makes that one. Okay. Yeah. Sideshow makes all the horror ones except Pennywise for some reason. So I guess hot toys is the only one that has license, the license for Pennywise. I know the new Michael they put out is fantastic. Very, very. Oh, well yeah. Yeah, the, the yeah, yeah, that looks very done. I haven't, it's not out yet, so but it does look really nice. It's definitely one of my favorites that I've seen for sure. Um, comes with a tombstone and all that other stuff. Those figures are just it just amazes me how detailed for those people, people don't know what we're talking about, like aren't, aren't aware. We're talking about six scale figures, um, that are just so they're 12 inch figures, so they're just the most detailed, lifelike, accurate photo or uh, figures that you could even possibly imagine like down to the the outfits the care you know the the head sculpts just everything and the accessories that they include they're just the most detailed they're they're toys but they're for adults obviously because you wouldn't want to play play and break them but they're they're really well done and these horror ones that they're doing are just next level like uh freddy krueger looks awesome jason jason Voorhees is well done his hand is kind of loose where like his uh machete hand kind of falls down a little bit so that's kind of dumb but Wow. But he looks great. He looks great on the shelf. So does Ghostface. But yeah, I'll have to send you some photos of Michael Myers whenever that one or Freddy Krueger uh, whenever that comes. I might have to save the money for Michael. My, I feel like Michael Myers because he's your he's your boy. You need Michael Myers. If there was any six scale figure that you ever got in your entire life, and it was only one. I feel like it's got to be Michael Myers. Yeah, that's probably it. Definitely yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. They also have this really awesome uh, uh, Peter Cushing as Van Helsing from the Hammer uh, Horror Dracula movies. Oh, um, wow, really? I really want to get back into them. I remember seeing That's one cool. or two of them. Uh, like he's Van Helsing and then Christopher Lee's Dracula. Um, I need to get back into those movies. But this Peter Cushing uh, one is really nice. What's this? Uh, 21.5 inches tall. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, it's really nice. I should be Wait, showing Peter this. But... Isn't he? Um, isn't he? Uh, Mob Tarkin. Star Wars. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's so cool. I I saw that one. I know. I saw the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. that one looks really cool. That's pretty dope. And I'm, I'm a big fan of the Hammer Horror uh, Dracula's, but it's like been so long. But I'm gonna start getting back into those. And um, 
or any of the like the the horror uh the hammer horror in uk and then like you know all the the boris call off and all those here for the universal monsters are really cool as well um but yeah um before i let you go before we uh say goodbye and i let you uh give uh you know your 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 handles out to the to the people um I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some homework to do. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Um, next time I have you on before the Chucky series, hopefully we get you on again before then. Um, yeah, yeah, because that comes out this fall, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, October, I believe, like right in the beginning. Um, right around Halloween. I love it. I'm gonna give you another horror movie to watch, but I'm gonna give you a choice. Do you want new or old? Let's go new for this next one. All right. I'm going to turn around here. And I'm gonna or look. new, at least new-er. You know, it doesn't have to be 2020 or that new. But... All right. Um, but, you know, whatever. I got a lot of... Uh, the Fog 2005. <laughs> the Fog 2005. I mean, we can always do that as like a, uh, a side one. Um, I wish I had actually known about that earlier because I would have made a point to try to watch that one as well. Just so I could give my perspective on both. You know, that's what I was, I thought about doing, but like, I don't think I want to give three, four, five dollars to, to whoever who made that movie. <laughs> like, um, all right. So this is what we'll do. This will be a special edition of the show when we do this, because I've already reviewed it, but I love talking about it. So it'll be good to, to talk to you of someone who hasn't seen it yet. So Hereditary being my favorite horror movie of all time now, for now. Um, watch Hereditary. It came out a couple years ago. It's got uh, Tony Collette. It's got um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Gabriel Byrne. Um, and it's just it's 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 just so Hereditary. good. Um, 2018, you said. I think so. 2018, 2017, something like that. Um, it was directed by Ari Aster and, uh, it's not yeah, your typical, cool. it's not your typical horror the grieving movie. family is haunted by tragic and disturbing occurrences. Yep. 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 It'll, uh, it'll, uh, surprise you. And, um, it's slow burn. With an ending that might surprise you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little crazy at the end there, but, um, I'm excited. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. It's a slow burn. So make sure you, uh, you're maybe away for be, it. Uh, is it a date night movie? You think maybe? Ooh, I don't no. know. I don't know if the lady would like that. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to like think. Horror in general. <laughs> is this like one? Is this one? Oh, I see. Oh, one of the, the video videos is literally some man on fire. So I'm going to assume this one's not for her. I mean, it's. There's no. Uh, like it's some woman literally staring at a man on fire. Yeah, I'm not going to give it away, but yeah, like, don't give it away because I have no, yeah, I don't know. I will what, tell what you, the context is there's a lot of creepiness to it, but it's a slow burn movie with an amazing act. Tony Collette is just amazing in it. Um, there's no like serial killers or anything like that. It's just this family that goes into chaos. Like things start off okay. Um, well, actually, things start off really something happens uh, to a relative of, of one of the characters and it just sets off everything. Um, I would watch it. Make sure if you're going to, if the lady's going to watch, let her, uh, let her know to be awake for it. It's a slow burn movie, but I promise you the payoff is, yeah, it's, it's a great. two hour and seven minute movie. It's got a, it's a decent length. So, and I know you appreciate good acting. So, 
Oh yeah, um, for sure. You'll yeah, I'll give it a, I'll give it a watch. And then we'll do a special like uh I'd actually heard of this one. I just don't I don't know. It snuck by snuck by me. So it, never ended up seeing it. All I know is that I think Tony Collette got robbed and I'm not the only one who said it of a nomination for the Oscar for that movie because she's just she's a great actress. They don't really nominate actresses for or actresses actors or actresses uh, for for horror that often Mm -hmm. or ever do they not much not much it's it's rare um has there been a situation where an actor has been nominated um for a best actor category or supporting actor in a horror film that you know of i'm trying to think uh i'm gonna look up i'm gonna look this up because i remember something but i don't i don't want to say it out loud until i know um let's see I'm looking it up here now. Um, Robert De Niro in Hide and Seek. I don't know if that was. I don't know if that was. He was even nominated, but I thought Hide and Seek was good. I've been thinking about that movie a lot lately. Have you seen that movie Hide and Seek with him in it? And also, it starred uh, a very young Dakota Fanning at the time. I don't remember much of it, but I did see it before. I remember that movie just creeping me out, and I've been thinking about the movie a lot lately, uh, recently. So even today, earlier today, I was thinking about it. So I might watch that too sometime soon i believe actually that might be a movie unless you're not into it but that might be a movie you could review in the future i like to do more obscure things like that that people don't really talk about that's like borderline horror it's not really it's not like full horror it's definitely not full horror but um borderline well here you go the exorcist uh best picture it was nominated for best picture best oh, actress wow. in exorcist a leading was nominated for best picture Best Picture, Best uh, uh, Actress in a Leaning Role, Best Supporting uh, Actor in a Supporting That was a long time ago as well. It's been a long, long time. It's been a while. But there was more, too. I just, uh, I'm not sure what else. It's a a long list to sort through. Plus, there's multiple categories. I think Alien was nominated for something. Let me see. But we can safe to say that it's definitely not a common occurrence. It's very rare. Super rare. Super, super rare. And I wish it was more... But I get why, because a lot of it is isn't not nominated worthy. Same but. thing for comedies too. Some comedies, some there's some performances in comedies that could be considered considered uh, Oscar worthy. Oh yeah, I agree. I think that they also get a bad rap. Comedies and horror. It's the truth. In action, there's some good action movies out there that deserve it. Um, I know they're starting to give a lot of it because of uh, effects and stuff like that. And there's uh, there's some movies. filmmakers that uh, like Martin Scorsese that say. Like the Marvel movies aren't even real films at all. <laughs> now you love Martin Scorsese. You're all about. You like him a lot, right? Of I do. His work. One okay. Of my so favorites. what is your what is your opinion of his opinion? Um, he's entitled to it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> like you. Okay. Is his? Do you share the same opinion? No, I. But I'm not as big as a uh, Marvel fan as say you are, or a lot of my, oh, my friends love, are. I love Marvel, but um. I'm more of a but also, book. I don't think they're the best things since sliced bread. Like, I also understand that they're not, you know. But I also, they're works of art in their own right, you know. No, I agree. I agree. And I think uh, um, he's got a point that they're theme park rides. Cause oh, that's what they feel. Go. That's here what they. But that's what they feel like. Like, they, they're, yeah. they're thrilling, you know, as they should be. And I, I think maybe he should have said it that way instead of saying they're not cinema, but he should have said they're movies. Yeah, he was really harsh. I thought he was very harsh the way he said it. I think He seemed very dismissive of, of Marvel. I forget if someone... I forget like he like kind of reiterated it, but um, he definitely had it. And I'm sure he probably hates horror movies. Like He probably doesn't even think they exist. So 
it is what it is. Um, I know he did like some like a uh, movie with William De- uh, Wilhelm Defoe playing Jesus, and I know that was a little weird of a movie. So it's like the closest thing he's ever done to a horror movie. So um, we'll we'll just uh, leave it at that. But um, yeah, all right. Let the people know where they can find you. Well, you can follow me on Instagram at figfate. That's F I G F A T E figfate. Um, I'm also on YouTube, but I haven't really posted anything. I haven't not really posted. I haven't posted a single video yet. Um, I definitely have plans to in the future. I want to do figure reviews, uh, statue reviews, unboxings and that kind of stuff. But I'm working my way into that. So that's a down the road thing. But for now, Instagram is where I'm at, at figfate. And I post a lot of uh, uh, different, I'm a, you know, I dabble in figure photography. So I post a lot of photos of, of that stuff and, and try to get figures and statues and cool poses. Well, you can't really pose statues, but um but yeah, some cool content like that. So and, and some horror stuff as well. I recently did Ghostface and Jason Voorhees um, on a throne on Loki's throne of all things. Um, <laughs> so there's some photos of that. And of course, I got Freddy Krueger coming. I got Michael Myers. So a lot of horror content's coming. And who knows? I actually have some ideas. Maybe you and I can collaborate for future videos or, or shows together. So we'll talk about that. But yeah, that's where you can find me. I would love that. Um, for sure. I appreciate coming on. Yeah, um, thanks, man. Yeah, sorry about being late, but it was fun. I, it was fun to watch the fog as well. No worries, dude. It happens. Uh, sometimes life comes at you. Um, I know it hit you real hard. There was a there was a day right where I balls. was right in the balls, right in the neck, everywhere. In the future, are we allowed to swear? Is this a swearing show or is this a family friendly? Like, are we allowed to say the f word or drop drop anything like that? Or is that not not for you? Here? You could say whatever you want. Just don't don't wow, go too it's crazy. Free world. <laughs> it's a free world. We're on. I mean, YouTube. It's weird. We're but free I, here. Okay. <laughs> On YouTube, I marked it as not safe for kids, so we're good. We're, good. we're okay. Good. Um, yeah. Fuck kids. All right, let's go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. Um, well, uh, you can find us on, on all social media, Pod of Heart Live. That is also on TikTok. Uh, we have a TikTok and uh, all that good stuff. But um, Man, you're, you're really with everything. TikTok and everything. Uh, Fig Fate doesn't have a TikTok or anything like that. I try. Hey, man. I, I've been, Everywhere. I've been trying to get this thing back to where I felt like I was doing um, when streaming was going well. So um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a uphill battle, but I'll find my it's way. It's exciting, man! You got a cool show going. Uh, keep it up, and uh, I like seeing the posts and everything from uh, your Instagram and all that. So yeah, I'm excited to see what else what else you do. I appreciate it, man. Um, well, that is it for us tonight. Thank you for watching or listening if you're uh, listening to this on the podcast feed as well. And always remember. Are forever. <laughs>